table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello and welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don of D and DNA. What's going on? This is Asa A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Call in 404-603-8770. Once again, 404-603-8770. As we go through a list of uh, sports topics uh, for tonight, of course, NASCAR, uh, Talladega, and all that has taken place in the last week with that. Where are they at right now, Greg? It should be about 30 laps to go. Uh, we got um, Major League Baseball. Or lack thereof. We're going to see if Ace is going to come down from his uh, 70% <laughs> before we end the show tonight. <laughs> I was at 80. To help you out, I was at 80. You were at 80. I was at I like 80. You went up to 75, 75. 80. Yeah, I was high. I was, you were high. I was high. I was high. You started 70 and more and we talked. talked myself up. <laughs> now we got to talk about the ledge. Uh, we also got NBA. Uh, who's deciding to go down to Orlando and who won't? A few people have already made their decision. Players have wins till Wednesday to decide. And then PGA. They were at the RBC Heritage in South Carolina over the weekend. And we'll first start off with NASCAR. Uh, the past... 24 hours, less than 24 hours. They were supposed to have finished Talladega yesterday because of the rain, which had a rain delay today as well that pushed things it's back. It's pop-up showers too, like, like, like even here. Like it's in New Orleans yeah, or something. it rained hard oh. for like 15 minutes, then the sun come back out, and then <laughs> 30 minutes later, it rained hard again for 15 minutes. It's real odd. Or if you're in South Florida, I'm sure you're used to that as well. Yeah, yeah. Where you had those pop-up afternoon showers for, like you say, 30 minutes, no more than 45 minutes, and then they're gone. So yesterday, during the rain delay, um, and then the postponement, after that, those two incidents took place, and Bubba Wallace, whose real name is Daryl Wallace, nicknamed Bubba Wallace, he drives the number 43 car for Richard Petty, AKA the King, uh, seven-time champion is Richard Petty on uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, NASCAR. He's the um, owner of the um, 43 team. The driver, Bubba Wallace, someone in his crew, in his uh, pit crew, found a noose hanging. Some say hanging, some say was just left there inside the uh, garage that belonged to the 43 car. They didn't, they, did, they said that Bubba Wallace never saw it. Someone in the crew saw it and then brought it to NASCAR. Then NASCAR uh, last night decided to let everyone know 
to be transparent, to let everyone know that, hey, we found a noose in the garage in the stall of the 43 car. And I want to read the official NASCAR statement. It said, we are angry and outraged and cannot state strongly enough how seriously we take this heinous act. We have launched an immediate investigation and will do everything we can to identify the person, persons responsible and eliminate them from the sport. As we have stated unequivocally, there is no place for racism in NASCAR and this act only strengthens our resolve to make the sport open and welcoming to all. And of course, this is backtrack for a quick second. This is all coming from the ban of the Confederate flag in any kind of way at any NASCAR event. It was originally done in 2015, but it was never really enforced. But since the social climate has changed now, they came out with a strong statement after Bubba Wallace said that, you know, the Confederate flag should be removed. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's the thing. Now, more athletes have a voice or more people have a voice now to demand those type of changes again. It was said in 2015, but it wasn't really enforced. But now you got a chance to really say, hey, that previously what you said in 2015, we need to start acting upon it now. And throughout this time that's going on, people have really um, learned how to galvanize their voices. And so you see not just a social uprising, but you also see an economic um, uh, leverage being used. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're a company and you, we talked about this again, we're going to have to talk about it, unfortunately, over and over and over again, but until people start to understand and get it. But, you know, for, for the most part, your silence is complicit, means complicit. So, um, for the most part, there are some times when I believe you need to be quiet, <laughs> but for the most part. Um, and so, with that being said, NASCAR also realizes that, you know, you have a dwindling market. Right. So... I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to say what they're doing is not courageous, but there's also a, a financial benefit that they realize that they need to take a stand for this as well. May not have been as strong in 2015, but now in 2020, you know, there's repercussions. Not maybe for NASCAR, but for all their sponsors that they that they have to deal with. Right. So, you know, when people start saying, you know, there's what, a I'm, difference between fans and, and sponsors. sponsors. Yeah, and so people are saying, okay, we gonna squeeze squeeze where the money's coming from. And so NASCAR, and this is for not just sports in general, but just in, not just sports alone, but in general, these companies are realizing that they have to um, make a pivot and a hard and a quick pivot. Now, I don't think, and I haven't read up on all the details, but since we're not having no crowds and no fans, it shouldn't really be hard where to find who did it. To me, it's, you know, it's a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> This is Scooby. It shouldn't be too hard. It shouldn't be too hard. It took about 30 minutes to figure out, you know, these, med have, these meddling kids. Right. <laughs> they did have some fans that were present at Talladega yesterday, and, of course, they could come back today. But, again, it's reduced as far as media is concerned. Media are only to be in the press box. They're not allowed to be down with the drivers and the pits and everything, which they could normally do before. You have a, a few photographers that are allowed there when the race starts, mm -hmm. which we saw, um, get into that in a second, the pictures and um, 
the photos that were taken. But again, how many people are you letting get let that close to equipment? They're all credential people. <laughs> before, even before that, you had to have a hot pass to be in the pits. Mm-hmm. And even at that stage, you had a cold hot pass or uh, a red one. And that, of course, was different levels to yeah. even being in the infield or where the crews are. And because of the coronavirus, all that has been gone. So we're even talking about it's basically essential workers and staff for Talladega, mm-hmm. the crews that are there, yeah. and, you know, the maybe, owners and the drivers. Maybe security. And security. That's it. Yeah, and it. even the even the staff is not the same level. Before, you know, we'll say an average uh, driver would have 50, 60 people. That's probably down to like 25 now. Yeah. Or, the, you know, the so you, you're, you're taking the bare minimum. You're taking a skeleton type mm-hmm. crew to these things, you know, to reduce the spread of the, the virus and everything, the pandemic that we're going through. So, so a thorough investigation, <laughs> like I said, I, I know it's gonna take them longer than a Scooby Doo movie uh, or, or show, but in the because they, they this should, get four, 14, all the facts 14 days from now, we should have an answer. Literally by the end of the week, I, probably so. But I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give them, to make a we still clear got, cut. We still got the races going on now and some races next week and people we got to interview and cross reference or whatever. So I give them 14 days, right? 14 total days. You should I should have an answer because you don't have to necessarily go through what the police have to go through as far as getting the people to talk and whatnot. Right. You know, so th- there's some things that legally they can probably do that law enforcement can't do. So I just need to see who to go pull the pull the pull the, <laughs> the mask off the head like a Scooby Doo. And it, it is gonna be somebody unfortunately within the organization. Of course it and is that, it, that's, it and has that's, to be somebody that's, within the that's organization. The, that's gonna be the sad part for NASCAR and now you're gonna have to really Again, they've saying all the right things. But oh, now that person I, be gone. Now I, need, now I need to see what your action is going to be. Yeah. I, I think the one thing I think they, as we sit here today, twenty less than twenty four hours removed from the situation, I think they have a great idea yeah, of who it is. Yeah. But I think they want to make sure that who eyes. all is involved. Dot your eyes, cross your teeth, right. and get down to the root. Because like I said, somebody let them in. It could be one person, or it could be a group of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who let them in to the garage? Mm-hmm. Um, Game access, whatever, whatever access, the case right. may be. I think that part will be interesting to see what happens. So, and so we talked about this last week. You have, and most people thought about maybe the fans and the uh, individuals that you know go to the races. You know, obviously that fly that fly the Confederate flag, and when they do the three days, and you have the tailgate and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think conversation really happened about internally. The uh, the pushback would be within NASCAR from doing this, and so now you see more than likely there's some there's, somebody in, on the there's some internal issues that they have as well. So, um, but it was good to see today when they finally decided around three o'clock Eastern Standard Time to begin the race that they pushed Bubba Wallace's car down the um, the track to begin the race. All of the drivers and all of the crews, they said they talked about it late last night when they found out it happened and early this morning that they wanted to do something to show their support for him. Yeah. And, you know, one of the guys said, yeah, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Now, right because- now, I will say this, too. I'm sorry to cut you off. The coach at Mississippi need to take a lesson <laughs> on how to respond. On, Mike Leach? Yeah. Mike Leach. <laughs> That's a lost cause. But go ahead. That's a lost cause right there. (laughs) 
yeah, don't think we forgot. We right, forgot. Yeah, we don't, forgot. Think, don't think we forgot. <laughs> uh, I want to give you an update on the race real quick. There's 36 laps left. 36 laps left. And right now, William Byron is leading. Okay, Byron is leading. I know my uh, my cousin Stenhouse Jr. was, he, he'll be in 17. Next thing you know, he's up in fifth. He was racing, uh, won't say reckless, but uh, <laughs> reckless. He, he, was trying, <laughs> he was making some moves today. And it was interesting to see that uh, Riddick, the, the rookie, not, not his name escapes me, um, he was the one last week down in Homestead that made a mistake and pulled off the gas with a lap to go. He saw the white flag and thought that was a checker, check flag was coming. Yeah. And, you know, the crew had to tell him, no, no, you still got one more lap to yeah. go. So, thankfully, he was only in uh, fourth place, but he was right behind, I think it was Byron, who was in third, made me think of that. He was right behind him, so he could have finished third. There was no way he was going to win, yeah. win the race, but... He, he stayed in fourth, right. Them points still count, though. Still, still, count. You still need them points. So, so he was leading uh, when the caution came out after stage one today, and that allowed him to pick up some some points. Okay. More than likely, he'll be rookie year. He's been racing fairly decent most of the year. So all the drivers came out and showed their support. They even started the hashtag, I Stand With Bubba, that was blowing up on social media today to show their support support for him but the biggest support was the king richard petty 82 years old he has not been to a race since the pandemic started we'll need to come down he had to come down he came down (laughs) and 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 gave i mean not just to show support but he sat there and gave bubba a hug you know now mind you 82 years old, we all know the the ones with the highest risks or, or you know, the elderly. And for well, him up not in age. up in age. If he's right, still, if he's elderly, if he's still right. getting around, he may not <laughs> want to be called elderly, but up in age. But but to think that he would risk, you know, catching the virus, you know, not saying above has, but just even putting himself in position to be around, r- around going, maybe around. walking through other mm-hmm. drivers or whatever to come down to the race just to show his support. Shows a lot, and it shows where NASCAR is trying to get to. Now, of course, we know that you know the upheaval of the Confederate flag for a lot of people just happened last week, and we've been talking about the systemic racism and slavery and stuff. Four hundred. You're not going to replace and get things to change in one week that's been taking 400 years to get to. Well, however long uh, NASCAR right, has right. been around as far as, <laughs> but it, they, you know what I mean, professionally, you know. Professionally. So, and for him to do that, I think it really does show where NASCAR is trying to go. And it's, unfor- it's fortunate and fortunate, unfortunate rather, that this took place to show how far they still have to go. I, I'm, I'm with you, but I think this is, you know, what we're seeing now is a lot of people, the curtain, you know, Every so often, the curtain gets pulled back, mm-hmm. and you get to see, you know, what they say, the uh, how they say it, the um, the emperor's naked type, you know, scenario. Right. So now, you know, you, you you're getting to see people for who they really are, and so again, my biggest my biggest out of the, all the major sports of the NFL, like I, I need them to shut up and just do. You know what I mean? That's my opinion. <laughs> shut up and just do. I might say Nike. You want to use that one? I just, we need our two percent. Shut up and just do. But um. But again, you you you're gonna see where people really stand by their actions, 
and it's not going to be to your point just um simonious doing things by words and okay yeah we're going to ban you know the flag or whatever but i need to see actions actions and this is going to take a going to take a while and it's going to be interesting to see how this goes down when we start when they start letting fans back to the tracks and and they come back on you know Friday and Saturday and Sunday and build up and things of that nature. What kind when of RVs a, come out? RVs, set yeah, up for yeah, yeah. A half a week. How, how you gonna? How you really gonna handle handle that scenario? And I know they probably have things in, in place or whatever, right. but you 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 gonna look like right now? More worried about they need to be worried about in house cleaning than worried about <laughs> out house right now. <laughs> it it was someone who decided to. Rent uh, a plane and fly a flat, uh, the Confederate flag over Talladega yesterday, saying defund NASCAR. You if you got the money, if you got the money, spend it on advertisement. It is what it is. Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure though they can find out maybe who the pilot is. Maybe they can get information that way. If it's a private plane, what can you you know? Well, you can tell them that this is a no-fly fly zone. zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to go start going into that route. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I don't know what you could do to actual the pilot in the in the plane. If no, it, no, if no. I'm saying go to him and say, hey, if yeah. he if that person isn't the owner of it, you know, well, who who authorized you to fly this yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. the case, and then go yeah. about that way. They gonna have they got, they got their work cut out for them. Because also this morning, because of the incident with the noose being found on Bubba Wallace car the Department of Justice has now become involved in it. Uh, the U.S. Uh, Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Alabama, FBI and Department of Justice Civil Rights Division said that they are reviewing the situation surrounding the noose that was found in Bubba Wallace's garage to determine whether there are violations of federal law. Regardless of whether federal law charges can be brought, this type of action has no place in our society. So that's the official statement from the DOJ. And that's, and that's going to change from state to state. Yeah. Like, I like I think Georgia doesn't have any hate crime, hate crime on the books. Alabama obviously does, you know, so um uh, which is surprising. But um <laughs> hey, listen, Alabama, you can holler at me later. I think there are only four states that don't. That don't have it. And Georgia's one it. of them. Yeah. So um, you know, so as NASCAR moves around the country and things happen, you know, yeah. you'd be interesting to see how you know, hopefully nothing else further goes on to this extent or any extent at all but you know it'll be interesting to see how outside agencies get involved with things do you were talking about putting your money where your mouth is or showing actions so fedex decided to swap out their logo to spotlight the civil rights museum that on the denny hamlin car which is number 11 car it's the probably one of the only cars that is pretty much one sponsor basically covers the entire Type, car. Yeah. You a, a lot of them have different color schemes that they'll change, but as far as sponsorships, they you have, have them here and there. Yeah, yeah. All of them have multiple, but I but think the here hood, the FedEx, the hood, the hood, everything, the, hood, the top of the car, the back, all like, of it. All you up. basically see is FedEx, and yeah. you have the other smaller ones. So for them to change the basically the entire car to to go black and show the National Civil Rights Museum at the Lorraine Hotel is on the on the hood. Shows a lot about FedEx deciding to go with that cover sc- like color just, scheme. Like we just talked about, it's sponsors. It's sponsors. So NASCAR realizes that they have to, you know, knock again. I don't want to knock anybody's, um, knock anybody's, um, 
what's what how I'm gonna say it. I can't judge their um how sincere they are and what they're doing. And they're not trying to give that grade. But what I can say is movement happens when your when your wallet might be might affected. <laughs> that we know. So whether they're sincere about it or not, not that <laughs> That economic strain, or, or the they face decided of it. to go full on, yeah. and and I won't say that it's been due to a lot of the viral posts of several FedEx workers that have been confronted dealing, dealing with probably by, so by racism. You, you know, I, you know and, I can't I can't get into a, a private uh, a homestead, you know, because basically because the driver's black, and you got a guy who's the head of the board that you know want to flex his muscle. And you know, it's, it's simple as that. Right. And he probably wouldn't have done it if the driver was white. Was white. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's interesting to see that FedEx would be one of the very few that would go all in and change everything about the car to show their support not only for Bubba Wallace but for the black community as well. This this is where some of and we talked about what's the that calls calls weekly. Um, Eric. Huh? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what I was saying about there's always going to be some kind of pandering that goes on. It is capitalism causes it. <laughs> so you know, FedEx. Again, I'm not going to judge their sincerity. They could be 100% sincere, but it's also a benefit for them now when you're dealing with whether or not I want to send my package, UPS or FedEx. Or FedEx. It, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. <laughs> I, I, it's I, a reason why advertisers. Yeah. It's still in business yeah. because it makes a difference. Even, you know, we just go, when you're sitting there watching a commercial and in the back of your mind, you see Coke over Pepsi. Mm -hmm. You see more Coke. When you go to the store, they tell you subconsciously, so, yep. you automatically <laughs> going to do whatever you've seen. See, yeah. So if nice I go to the store. Nice little jingle. Nice little right, jingle yeah. or whatever. I go to the store and both of them are the same price. I'm going to go for Coke. Now, you if one is on sale, that might change your mind. Mm -hmm. But if both are the same price, then but, you're going to go to the one that you've seen and heard. Recently. But once you do it enough, it don't matter if it's on sale or not. You're going to stay with you, that you brand. You're going to stay with that brand. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh -uh. so it's, 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 it's just kind of odd to see all this kind of play out um, right before us. That kind of sounds like the uh, there's a Dave Chappelle bit where he says he's done commercials for Coke and Pepsi. So... He when he's asked which one tastes better, he's like, "Well, I'm we recently did a commercial for Coke, so it tastes better." Tastes better. <laughs> they <laughs> pay me. The last. Pay, I was he looking like who got me that? My last check tastes better. Right. It's Coke. <laughs> 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 but you know, for him, but you never know. Like I say, Dave was a, a, a Southern guy. You know, grew up in the South where it's it's, it's Coke, Coca Cola. Right. He might not even do a deal with Pepsi. Like I, I'm. I'm good. I know if I do this deal with y'all, I'm gonna get caught on camera <laughs> with a Coca Cola in my hand. So And I know let's... people who work at Coke and they cannot be seen Dang, with a Pepsi. Right. They can't even have it in the house. Yeah. You cannot have it in the house. It cannot be a how product they go, of How to go do it and say you're Well house. now I can because your kids and everybody be everybody stuff posting so... stuff, right. <laughs> I remember there I think there was a story a few years ago of a, a kid um like the, the Coca-Cola and Pepsi sponsor high schools, yeah. right? Have their vending machines in the schools. And it was Coca-Cola day. And some kid came in with a Pepsi shirt. And he got suspended yeah. from yeah. school. Because yeah. he knew what was going on. Uh, if he may, he might have forgot. But you probably, they probably were told, hey, don't 
Come do on, man. Do not wear yeah. this. Your boy, your boy Van, this is Van Gundy, Oklahoma State. I mean, he in hot water now. The way he fired the guy for wearing an yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma shirt, Oklahoma shirt while yeah. painting his house. You know, so right. branding is important. <laughs> Very important. It runs deep. <laughs> it's all about branding <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, going back to NASCAR, too. So they have a new vice president for diversity and inclusion. It's a black guy. His name is Brandon Thompson. He uh, was just appointed over that particular position. And I think that's the other thing which made me think about it. You're going to start seeing certain divisions and corporations that didn't have a diversity and inclusion have one. And I hope that they don't just put minorities or blacks in there just because of that, but to start letting them have other VP and executive positions throughout the company, if you're going to say that you're for inclusion. Yeah, I don't need to have a, a person of color to be in the diversity seat. <laughs> I need for you to really have diversity flow through your company. I need them to be in other seats. Right, yeah. I need them, like, I need them to be <laughs> in CEO or VPs or, you know, head of HR or Something. whatever. I need them in other areas. Another area. Just don't put them in the... Right, in just the, don't... The, here, diversity. Diversity. We created one. Here's a position. And you know, good and well, when it's time for decisions, he or she don't, don't really have, have the power. Right. You know, they're more... You might as well put them in advertising. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need them actually to be in positions in where, position, where they can make a difference. make a difference. Because we see not only in social media and things on commercials and stuff, it's like, okay, who sat down and said, okay, we're going to run this advertisement. We're going to run this commercial. We're going to hire this particular person. Because at some point, somebody had to sit down, hopefully a group, and make a decision to say, yes, this is what we're going to well, go yeah. with. And if you don't have a diverse background of people of different ages, races, gender, you know, then you're never going, you're always going to be spending money to get out of some hot water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> PR is always. Your PR is like, yeah. really? Like we could have avoided all of this. Who you talking to? <laughs> Who you asking these questions? Like At, at some point. Uh, NASCAR has also released their Hall of Fame inductees for 2021. Uh, biggest name, of course, is Dale Earnhardt Jr., who will be inducted along with Mike uh, Stefanik and Red Farmer. And this is the first time that they've had, I want to say, this small of num- smaller number of uh, members that uh, will be voted in. You think that's, being only three. think that's because of what's going on with COVID or it would have been small regardless of the, you know, the pandemic that I think it's a little bit of both. both. Okay. I think this was one of those where all, all three deserve to be in, but they maybe when the actual induction takes place with a smaller number, there won't be as many people there, you know, yeah. as far as family. And so why, why there. add four or five? When I know I can't have a crowd, crowd so much people. big, have these three, you know. Which normally <laughs> takes place around January. And are they older as well? Uh, outside of uh, junior, yes. Okay. So you got, you know, factor that in. Older. You know, I hate to say it, but you don't know. Coming another year, they, you know, things right. unforeseen. You health don't know. wise can come around. So let me go ahead and give them their roses while they can still smell them. Type scenario as well, so 
yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens around, of course, when the first of the year, when the official ceremony takes place, how they would do things. But it's good to see Junior going in now with his father, uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Uh, when we come back, we got more to discuss. You stay in this. 70, 80% when it comes to Major League Baseball. We had, we had, we had this conversation. We'll have the conversation with you. <laughs> or will he drop down a little bit? This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. We'll be right back. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the center player. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. So you're a philosopher? Yes, 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 yes. I think very deeply. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Call in 404-603-8770. Once again, 404-603-8770. We just finished discussing NASCAR and the things that had taken place at Talladega with Bubba Wallace. Uh, right now, there are 12 laps left. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Reddick. As, as really? Okay, Ricky. Potential rookie of the year. This would okay. be a big win for him. Be a huge That'll lock win it up. for him. That'll lock up the rookie of the year. Yeah, that, oh, that, yeah. You win at Talladega. It's, yeah. Again, it's certain tracks. Talladega, Daytona, Bristol. You win at those tracks. You know, you kind of solidified yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you want to see Right, yes. <laughs> they always go back and we'll mention those. And I think that by doing that, that also, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, once you win, you're automatically into the playoffs. 
but it gives you more confidence going into a playoff and as to, okay, I know I can win. <coughs> Excuse me. With everything else that's going on throughout the day, I know I can win when the stakes are high. Yeah. And everybody's watching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because people don't realize it's a it's less pressure. I don't care what activity you're doing. When no one's watching, you're a lot more relaxed and comfortable. But when everyone's watching, that's when things are a lot more tense. You have to focus a little bit more. <coughs> Excuse me. You all right over there? I'm all right over here. Okay. All right. You want some water, man? We you ain't got the yeah, yeah. You ain't got the COVID-20, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I might have. Ain't no telling. <laughs> no. I'll, let, I'll let y'all know next week. I ain't here. I'm, I'm sequestered, baby. We'll be doing this remote. Oh, man. Um, Major League Baseball. So, now, <laughs> the uh, Players Association have rejected the owner's 60-game uh, offer in 70 days. I want to say, yeah, 60 games. In 70 days, that would have possibly started roughly, roughly maybe a month from now. Mm-hmm. What's your drop dead date and how? How? I'm, I'm gonna stay. I taught myself. How's your percentage of 70 looking now? I, I was because you I, went up to 80. 80. I'm gonna stay at 80, but my drop dead date is July 10th. You okay. got you gotta have something by July 10th, uh, just for timing wise. So. If you're saying, we talked about off-air, if you're saying um, three weeks to get, you know, preseason games in, warmed up, and, you know, get people... You, you know, got to have spring training. Spring training, basically, into a rhythm. That starts you as of August 1st. And whatever game number of games they decide, whether it be 60, whether it be 80... Um, well, they rejected the 60. They're yeah. looking for 80. Yeah, so... I look more toward the 80 because the players want their money in their pocket, so they want they want more games. Um, so they may, you know, somewhere be at 70 games, 75 games, whatever the case may be. Um, that's going to – you're talking about, you know, let's just say 82 games, 82 in, games. in 90 days, 95 days. Uh, so yeah, I said August, if September, we went from October. 60, 60 games in 70 days, if they do 80, that needs to be at least 95. Yeah. So you do – So three months. So three months. So August, September, October, then you got a month. To, to do the playoffs, um, you know, and then World Series maybe in December. You gotta, you gotta. I you, think they can finish it in a month. Yeah, you you gotta have. So you gotta you gonna end on December first. Some, something around there. So you got, but you gotta be ready to roll July tenth, no later than like July fifteenth. What we're talking about is like doing the mm. like and, the NBA has, is doing the quarantine first, correct, and then. You can play a couple of preseason, a couple of exhibition games. games. With the with baseball, do you think they should try to do the spring training and quarantine at the same time? You have to. You have now to. time is time is against you. Have yeah, to. That's what and, and if they already if they already <laughs> you don't have a choice. If they already canceling spring training when five guys get it and they gotta shut everything down, then you gotta come back and do it. So you're running out of time. I don't. Yeah. Whatever you agree to, you're running out of time now. In, what they should do is everyone go to their training facilities, which they shut those down. They have those clean last week. Yeah. I think that was Thursday last week. They shut those down to have those clean. And so now everybody goes to the training facility. You're there for two weeks. 
then you go to spring training. Because otherwise, what you're going to have is someone having it, showing up to spring training, and you may not fi- find out until a weekend or toward weeks. the end. Yeah. Right. You got three and then weeks at fi- that point, you've already started spring training. You got three weeks to figure out what you're going to do. July 10th. So what's the day? Day's the 20, day's 22nd? So you got yep. two weeks, two and a half weeks. If I'm saying July 10th, if I give you five more days, say July 15th, to have a hard decision and everything signed off on, I'm staying at the 80%. But I'm giving a timeline. <laughs> I'm giving a timeline. I'm giving a timeline as of July 15th. If they don't have something in place, I don't see mathematically. If you again, if the players are saying no to 60 days. The longer you go back and forth, the the less time you have. Um, I got right. I got a question with that. So, with the the players and the owners going back and forth with their authors. Rob Manfred has the power, power to set the schedule. Set the schedule. Mm-hmm. When should he have stepped in by now, or are is some? I don't know if he has to wait or damned what he's actually if waiting you for. Do, damned if you don't. He in a tough situation. He tried that. He tried to say something guaranteed two weeks ago, <laughs> and that blew up. <laughs> he thought they would work yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 right. yeah. He, you know what I mean. He, he, he thought it was close. He yeah. said, "If I say guaranteed, then that would be positive." Led. Right, and yeah. they were like, "Them guys nope. don't care about the PR, or whatever. They want their money, and they they gotta have more <laughs> games." But the fault, the I don't think the guys realize the further you take this, you're not gonna have a season at all. So I always thought at the beginning of this, the the players shouldn't have been focused on the season. Let the owners determine what they want to do with the season. Put the pressure on them and be like, you know what? We'll give you the PR. We'll give you whatever you want now. But we need to have what we want on the back end. We've all talked about it, being you know being able to get in and out of contracts easy and be able to move around and have something look like how to end. But that's with the CBA though. Right. That's, a, that's different, and that affects the CBA going into next year. Well, the CBA needs to work harder. I, I don't know. I don't know what who, I don't. Right now, ain't nobody working for nobody. They all working for themselves, <laughs> and they working for themselves independently. I know owners at the end of the day want to have a season. That's the reason why I'm sticking with eighty percent. Owners want to have a season. They want to recoup but something. But you can't have a season without players. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like they dug in. Everybody's dug in. They dug in. I was at 50% last week. I'm at 40% now. <laughs> I, I came down. I come down a little bit because, to, to your point, it can't keep going yeah. further. Like every day now, I'm, there's less of a chance and for the, this season to begin. And it's not like... Baseball is new to this. They have a lockout what, they've every lost, 20 years. Yeah, they've lost, it's, they've, it's they've like lost, on, se- they've lost seasons over more minor stuff than this. this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like this is like a, oh, my goodness, where there's never been a real lockout where NFL and NBA are less likely to. But but, but I, I just I just feel for I all that's – baseball is going to be a big for deal. For all that's going on right now, I just feel the PR for baseball is a bad look. For all that's going on right now. Uh, you kind of want to be. We talked about maybe them slipping down as far as MLS gaining footage, right. you know, and you know other, you know NASCAR, you know, becoming more now NASCAR more, has more prominent. You know, they're in the news cycle <laughs> for all the reasons, whether good or bad, right. but they're in the news cycle. Um, so, you know, the only way baseball can can keep their footing is actually play. And so I, you know, the last thing you want, the last thing you want. 
for PR wise, it, it's bad for both ways. It's bad for the players when the fans would be like, "Well, you didn't want to play because you wanted a full contract." It don't make sense. You're not playing the full season. Why? Yeah. How you want a full contract to the everyday person? To everyone. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, I can't. I can't relate with you on that. Well, the thing it was, they would get whatever, like the prorated as far as like, okay, you'll you'll get paid for the the num- based on the number no of games, games that you right. play. Yeah. But then the owners, the owners said they were going to do that. And then they came back with, well, actually, it's going to be less than I get it. that. So the players have been trying to come back to, we want the full prorated right. that you said and, in the first. They some, just keep coming back to that. And sometimes in negotiation, with the first deal on the table, and you don't take it, you never get that deal again. You get a <laughs> deal similar to that, but you'll never get that exact deal again. So do you agree with, uh, I don't know if you saw what Trevor Bauer said, the Reds pitcher? No. He said, it's absolute death for this industry to keep acting as it has been. Both sides. We're driving the bus straight off a cliff. How is this good for anyone involved? COVID-19 already presented a lose, lose, lose situation. And we've somehow found a way to make it worse. I I hadn't even read that quote. I just said, this bad PR across the board. Regular people who like to go play the games or whatever want to see you play. I can't agree with you. I'm losing hours. You know, my job yeah. has my job has cut back hours or furlough people and things of that nature. And then when I came back, you know, I'm not getting 40 hours. So they may not have cut my pay, but they've cut my hours. So at the end of the day, they cut my pay. Um, everybody's everybody's losing something. How you as a <laughs> multimillionaire go to sit here and scream for the mountaintop. I want my full I want my full pay and no one's going to be in the stands. So, uh, for, the, even for the players, owner, it hasn't a, been about the pay. I mean, they keep saying that it's not about that. What is it about? It's about the pay. The, the it's about the pay, right? <laughs> it's about the principle. Okay, <laughs> the principality. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the pay. So I don't. So for the players' standpoint, this doesn't look good for them. And you, because I, they, they, all regular fans will be like, "Oh, it's a bunch of whiny millionaires. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah. the money already." Yeah. It's not like NFL. They're fully guaranteed contracts, so they have their money. It's nothing that has been Actually, the owners look good in this situation. From a from a bird's eye view, the owner's like, listen, I have an empty stadium. Right. I, I, can't, I, I can't fully pay you. And no, I, I still have to pay my staff. staff I still got to pay the regular to keep the, the stadiums going. I got to still pay mortgage. I got to still pay land. I got to still right. pay utilities. <laughs> I got to still pay the people I furloughed. Right. I got to give them some kind of money. I I still gotta pay. You gotta pay your minor league system. Yeah. Where, they, where they've tried not to, but that's why I'm like the players could have been like, "Hey, take this L this season, but get what you want on the back end." I think what, what the players are also trying to do to where it's not. I I think it's about pay, but not entirely. <laughs> not entirely about the <laughs> pay, entirely. but it is part of it. But I think they want the owners to. They don't want to have the owners have like so much control over this, so. They keep rejecting the offers to to where it gets to a point where Manfred has to step in. And based on the, the bylaws or protocol, mm-hmm. he has to get a 75% vote from the owners oh, yeah. for his plan to be approved. That's why I was asking, like, when when does he step in or he, how long is he supposed to I think to he wait? has a date in mind. Yeah. It gotta Whatever be that drop dead date is. July because, 10th to the 15th. Uh, Adam Silver had a drop dead date. Yeah. You know, Goodell doesn't have to worry about one for now, but. He's about 30 days away for you to worry about one. <laughs> they all had a drop dead date that, okay, it has to start by this point. Even MLS, we see that, you know, they have started back with their training, with their facilities, and unfortunately, two. 
on Atlanta United here have contracted uh, coronavirus. So everybody had a drop dead date of when they must start for them to have any form of a season. Yeah. And for uh, Rob Manford and Major League Baseball, I think it's July first. You you, you eight days, nine days away. I'm I think up. it's July first because other like we're saying, if they're doing a the bare minimum spring training is three weeks. Like you said, you have to start basically August 1st yeah, and in July. Yeah. And trying to do that, if you're doing the spring training slash quarantine at the same time, yeah. it's got to be that. Otherwise, we're getting close to Christmas and we're still playing baseball. It's not going to happen. Right. Especially not in Florida when you got about 19 other pro sports going on. Everything's WNBA, NBA, NFL, MLS. Everybody's trying to be in Florida. One, the numbers are going up. Yeah. For COVID That's in, in scary Florida. Yeah. Florida two, about to be like the, the NBA's coming <laughs> down there, right? Yeah. They're opening up Disney World too. Yeah. July. Yeah. Um, July. Uh, end of this week, I think Disney World opens up. I think they wrap before. But why? Everybody's but why, losing money. Think, That's but, the reason why I'm what? sticking with the 80% because everybody think, needs money. I think that Disney might reconsider, maybe, based on the new cases that keep going up because maybe. with the vacation like families want to go on vacation it's to disney too, world it's many, it's they too, think it's open it's and too, the nba is using all of those hotels it's, it's, it's too many it's too many things too many tentacles tied to disney that they, disney disney, disney aka espn yeah they're under disney who under, is going to be probably one of only two media outlets that will be covering these so how, so again so in that case how how are you going to tell me as a family I pay for my family of four, you know what I mean, to come down in July. You get money back. They ain't giving the money back. They give you money back. They give you Disney dollars. See? <laughs> Tell them you get, yeah. a voucher, you get a voucher for next year. Exactly. They ain't giving no money back. They might like, like, like the airlines. You go you go spend this. You, this, you get a credit. The credit. Exactly. <laughs> they're not giving. They're not cutting no chase back for you. So now you telling me I can't come, but... The NBA or WNBA? Well, or... the NBA won't be at Disney itself, though. But they got the hotels. There's only three. I mean, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> the NBA, but but, I mean, but, but yeah. for the, for the, for Major League Baseball, the players at the end of the day are the ones going to to me going to look real bad because the general public is not going to read the devils in the details about maybe where the owners didn't give up. All we're going to see is y'all wanted a hundred games because you wanted more of your full pay. And no one in the society, for the most part, is getting full pay. Everybody's lost something, um, you know, with this with this pandemic, especially on the economic side. So I don't, you know, I don't know how they can go about trying to bring that. Trying, yeah, it's not going to look good for them. And then I mean, it doesn't look good for them moving down future when you want to have the general public behind you when you want to actually apply pressure to the owners. Again, I go back to when this first happened. Thought could have thrown the owners a bone, and would have been you'd have been halfway through the season if you went ahead and signed the deal when it first came out back in March. <laughs> <laughs> season might have been over come next month or by August. We were talking about playing the World oh, Series absolutely. or whatever. The Phillies, um, they were one of the first ones to shut down their training facility. Theirs is in Clearwater, Florida. Eight people, five players, three staff members tested positive. And then who's the other team? And they were still waiting for 32 other people uh, for their test results. Uh, the Blue Jays shut down the airs. That's when everybody started uh, at that point. You're trying to talk me down, ain't you? you trying to talk <laughs> me try, down. 
Dez is in Dundan, Dundan, Florida. Dunedin. The Jays. Dunedin. Uh, Dunedin. I, I looked it up. Dunedin. <laughs> there you go. You trying to talk me down? I, I'm, I'm, come on, come on. I'm, listen, I'm looking for this. Uh, I'm looking for this. This ace to fall, so I can get the straight, the straight full. <laughs> that's the only way. So I'm, I'm, I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm going 80 percent. I'm staying there, but I do have, like I said, I do have a de- a, a deadline date with the off the cliff for me. Is July 10th. And I mean, you have to test negative to be allowed back in. That's what, crazy. What's part. also interesting is that, like, I'm not sure if, like, say if we had the 60 game season, 16 playoff teams. That's the other thing they got to do. You got like, to go, go back to just, you win your, you win. One and yeah. one. Yeah. That's it. Or you bring it up in four, then two play, you know, however you want to do it. Two and two. Two at and best. two. At best. Yeah. You, you, they definitely got to go to that now. There is no, Adding all these teams and, and what I don't I that's the part I didn't understand. Like, why do you want to have six a sixteen team playoff? Well, you got to. <laughs> I mean, well, that's that's you, one of the L's that you can do everyone that. has to take. You can do it. You could. What you could do is go back to accept the sixty games and then do like the College World Series, where you just playing turn games after games, yeah. double elimination, yeah. and. You know, but you put 16 I, teams in and that's it. What do you think they would look at? Like, we're trying to have the one true champion. Like, the baseball playoffs is already random. Like, anything can happen. Yeah. We've seen teams I who were. the Nationals. The Nationals. Mm-hmm. When the Royals won. Yeah. When the Mets made uh, some the miracle runs yeah, in the anything. World Series. So, it's already random. You randomize it even more with a round-robin tournament. Which is for you this. know what? But I mean, it's, right, it's random do, with sixteen but teams, you know but what? it's even more random but with the round You know what that would do? Tournament. That would bring viewership, though. Yeah, yeah. If now I know, you know, it's a double elimination, then it's no longer series. So you bring in that March Madness again, that College World Series type feel, and now you have more viewership because so what you're talking about as far as a PR hit, you got to do something now, and we don't want to see sixteen teams doing a best of five. No, no, no. Series, and then you get to the, I guess, whatever, if they split them up in divisions or whatever, your semifinal and finals, World Series championship. Yeah, and at that know, point, you got to do something to generate yeah, NLCS, ALCS. Yeah, I don't even know if they would have those if they go with the proposal of having it based on location. Of I, I don't. The east, I don't. Your east being in uh, Florida, Florida and, and the west the, being in The Western Arizona. Conference and Midwest, yes. Going to Arizona. I, I I have actually I have no problem. I actually like that idea of the round robin, you know, for this season and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if you don't go that way, then you got to go back to your old school. Right. Win your pennant, you win, and then one wild card. So you no, 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 no. Oh, so, so whoever had the best record by pennant, and then pennant. how it was in how it was the last time it was, it was like ninety three. Yeah. Do you say, win your division? I want to say when the these Marlins, two teams in the NLCS, yeah. these two teams in the ALCS. Yeah. that's it. That's it. Yep. Go back, go back before you introduce the wild card. Yeah, but we got. But three if you go back to like the, but you got three divisions now. When you have a play in there, that's what I'm saying. And then keep the play in there. Keep the one. Keep the you play. You can't in. just say when you're pennant. You got three divisions in each. Gotcha. So keep the play in. It's one. I mean, keep the or, wild card or, play. Or in. the division series is one game, rather than best of five is one. Yeah. So whoever has the best record gets to buy, and the other two play. 
Yeah. Yeah. Kind of how, you know, like I said, you kind of go to your wild card system now. You got the play in, the one game play in. You do it that way. And then go to your pennant races and, and call it a day. I would like to see the 16. No, I actually, actually, when I think about it, I like the little <laughs> round robin. You know what I mean? You lose. What, what would you, be you lose, interesting? Lose, but you still got a chance to come, come back, back up. And get right. to play so and so. Yeah. You know? What would be interesting is that is we'll see how. I feel like this that would be an advantage for someone like the Brewers because of how Craig Council uh, does with his pitchers. Like, yeah, he'll right. have somebody pitch the first inning. Okay, yeah. we got a reliever in the second inning. Yeah, yeah. So, it'll be a lot of interesting managerial decisions like that. I think you'll see a lot of players, like, a lot of pitchers coming in on one-day rest, yeah. maybe two. Uh, but if, they're, if it's, uh, like, basically, you, you it's might- like... This is a must-win game right. every single day. Yeah. Yeah. But your your That's your supposed to be. your your bullpen may start, and then you yeah. and then you work your way to your starter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that would be good to see. I, I need I need because you got to win two out of three. I need I need my starter to give me five strong innings, but I might need that on the back end and not the first five. So I might you know so I, I would do that maybe until you get to the the last to the World Series yeah. and then that'd be a seven game then, series. And you go back to your regular. You go back, yeah. yeah. But leading up to that, all the way up until the World Series. Well, you gotta start by July tenth. You got y'all got July first. I got July tenth. I'm giving y'all nine extra days 40%. major league. <laughs> I'm gonna stick at eighty because they need that money. They need that. <laughs> and so we'll see what happens. That's sad. Now you think that's the day where they have to make a decision? No, or... that's the day gotta be signing Sign. signing sign July tenth. Yeah. I say July 1st, it has to be signed. So, in other words, by the end of this week, it has to be approved, signed by July 1st for everyone to start whatever yeah. needs to take place. I'm giving them an extra nine days. And I think because now you know that it's going to wind up in one person's lap, you know, and the, the um, commissioner's going to, you know, use his power, might want to call it executive order type thing, then it's going to get done. So, that's the reason why I'm holding to 80. <laughs> 80%. But I mean, these guys are trying to figure out how many games they're gonna uh, agree to. They said no to everything. Because if and like I want to ask if you if you are um, like I said that the players didn't may not want the owners to have so much control over the proposal. If you're uh, if you're an owner of the team, do you want it to go to Manfred to make it to put something together? Yes. I want to go to where I know I can I can get these guys to start playing. So in this scenario, yes. So if if it came basically down if it to, goes to Manfred, which means it came to me because I'm going to vote yes for whatever right. he proposes. So yes. Yep. Players they playing checkers. I think the owners and everybody else is playing chess. I I just I I think the players are <clears throat> short short sighted on what their objective is, and I thought that back in March. <laughs> Does it look like I feel? Are they trying to negotiate the CBA at the same time? Because these are two totally sorta. different things. I think so. I, yeah. In in a sense, this is it's the seize the moment. So we got them at the table. Let's see what else we can get as well. Because you're already at the table. Because what you don't want to do is settle, and then they're like, "Well, you've settled now. We have the CBA coming up." Then we're in a better position for you to settle again. I, I get you. I just I figure time, time, <clears throat> timing, and PR and all that stuff throw you a bone, and then I expect more on the back end. I thought they they had that play at the beginning. Now it is you got to dig in and, and get whatever you can get. And um, 
you know, I think maybe the owners, and I don't know how this works for these larger corporations when it comes to some of this bailout or whatever, but I think owners are like, listen, I, I might be covered whether we play or don't play. Yes, and so the way they've been quiet and letting the players <coughs> wind well, up saying no, saying, saying no all the way through, they look bad. So the PR now is looking bad on the players, not the owners. Uh, yesterday, MLB Network showed Junior, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Sweetest swing. <laughs> ever in baseball. And uh, one of the funny things that came out of that was the reason why he said he would never play for the Yankees. He was visiting his dad, who they both played together in Seattle. And he said he was a kid at the time. And, you know, he's going to do a little batting practice, play some little infield with his father. And then George Steinbrenner called security and told him that he didn't want anybody in the dugout. And so what Senior did was point over to Greg Nettle and showed the third baseman and said, look, well, his son is out here playing. And at that point, you know, his dad was showing him the racism that was involved. The inequality. And inequality. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'll never, ever play for the Yankees. He even said if he was, if he didn't have any contract from any other team, the Yankees offered him one, he would retire. <laughs> I seen something the other day I wanted to forward, and I could not find the video again when George Brett, you know, the infamous uh, tar, tar home one. And he and came the running out. to the home. I need baseball to do a 30 for 30 just on that game, <laughs> that, that 13 minutes. <laughs> and everybody involved, they still alive, the umpires. I know the bats in the Hall of Fame, like everything about that. Everything. Like, like they took the bat and ran the bat into the dugout. Like. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that came out of that was the one time that Griffey got grounded when him and his dad were playing on the same team. It was a fly ball. Basically, in left field, Griffey was playing center. He ran over there and caught it in front of his dad. And In the video, you can see his dad bl- kind of put his glove up and kind of blink a little bit because he wasn't sure, obviously, if he's yeah. going to catch it or not. And he's on the way back to the dugout. He told him, give me your car keys. You're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Making you look bad. Making you look bad, right. <laughs> like, you run all the way into my space. <laughs> and I you, say and, I got it. And you broke the rules of the baseball period. You know what I mean? On right. top of it, making me look bad. <laughs> it wasn't like Senior ran over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. No, Senior probably moved a good 10 feet. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. And then um, people forget that his first hit was a double uh, in between the gap of left and center. And, of course, he was the, I guess to put it in terms people understand, he was LeBron. Like, so much was put on him coming in because you're you're 19 years old, you're expected to be great just like your dad was. So much is on your plate. And to step up there and have the cool, confident swing, you know, not to strike out your first time, but to uh, uh, stand up double is a lot of pressure. And then, of course, to go on to have a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, yeah. And it would have been did. much more if he just could say injury free. But part of him right. being injured because he was doing what he did to his dad, nothing, anything out there, he was going to try to catch. Everything. No matter what. <laughs> they, didn't wall, have no, they didn't have no wall. They padded then, but they know nowhere near. Like how they got it padded now. You were in Chicago. That's a straight, totally different. It's still brick. Um, a lot of these, you, you just know, covered it with a bunch of ivy, ivy, but it's still, <laughs> it's still there. And, uh, and they also showed one of the the highlights was when his dad came up, hit a two run homer. 
then he came up right behind it and hit a, yeah, a home run himself. I, I, I gotta go home and hear this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool to see uh, both of them, you know, laughing and, and talking about um, having those the, the interviews that were taking place while they were playing was cool to see and of course he was the one person that made it cool to have your hat to the back he yeah. made that famous in most of the home run derbies and yeah. batting practice that he took yeah. well baseball is about a month too late because they probably could have had this going right after michael jordan you know what i mean baseball is late to a lot of things right now they're just late late and late <laughs> <laughs> you got nascar that took over the spotlight right pga is is back you know running you know and playing real matches and y'all just now Finding some, you know, putting together some videos of your your famous players. Late, late, and late. Speaking of PGA, we're going to discuss who won at the RBC Heritage when we come back from break. This is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. Be right back. You are tuned into WWE AM1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey. I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com Kids follow your lead. Help them stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. And cover coughs and sneezes. Clean and disinfect the objects you touch often, like your phone, the remote, and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And if you're the one who's sick, stay home. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring. And we care about your family. For more info, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Hey folks, Handsome Josh is here to reveal some big news to all the AM 1100 listeners. I have 
an app. That's right, you can now check out all your favorite programs right here on The Real with The Real 1100 app. Whether it's sports, entertainment, or lifestyle, The Real 1100 definitely has you covered. So why don't you just tell me how much it's going to cost me? And here's the best part. It's available in your Google Play or Apple App Store, and it's free to download. Actually, you can count me in on this one. So download The Real 1100 app today and stay in tune with The Real. Bust it. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the DNA. What's going on? This is Asa the A and DNA. I bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770. Also live on Periscope as well as Facebook. Before we went to break, we were going to discuss PGA and the RBC heritage that took place in Hilton Head, South Carolina over the weekend. Congratulations to Webb Simpson. He beat out a strong group. Seemed like everybody had a chance Sunday with a chance to uh, take home the plaid jacket as well as the uh, trophy. And he won it shooting 22 under. Uh, Brooks Kepka was had a chance. Uh, Abraham uh, missed a putt there on 18. It was a long one, but he had a chance to, to make that putt to force a playoff while Webb Simpson, of course, had finished up earlier. He shot a 64 under. Most of the other competitors shot around a 65 under. And it was due to the rain as well that took place. So that made a lot of players happy because then they could go pee and sink in on their second shot. Didn't get a lot of roll off the... um, in the fairway off of your tee shot, but after that, you know, you didn't have to, pretty much wherever you hit it, it was going to stick and land, and you could really uh, have a better shot at trying to get some birdie putts, which led to a lot of low scores on Sunday, but congratulations to him. One of the big news that came out of the weekend was Justin Thomas. He was uh, upset. He's To quote him, he said, no offense to Hilton Head, but they're seeming to not take it very seriously. It's an absolute zoo around here and referring to the uh, coronavirus. And one of the players, Nick Watney, became the first PGA Tour player to test positive for the coronavirus while he was at Hilton Head, South Carolina. This this past couple of weekends, you know, you got South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, uh, states that have never really kind of shut down anyway. And then when they reopened back up, they opened back up to normal. So, um, you know, you're getting mixed messages. People are going to still come to their mm-hmm. vacation homes. They're going to still go to the beach and, and try to get as much vacation as they possibly can get in. So, um, you know, it's something to and think that's about. That's what he said. He said that there was people everywhere. The beaches are absolutely packed. Every restaurant, from what I've seen while I've been driving by, is absolutely crowded. So... It's more than likely that he, Watney, might have gotten it while he was down there because he did test negative while he was down there Thursday, but he tested positive Friday and had to, you know, withdraw from the event. Yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> you're going to see a lot of a lot of this. This is why we talk about Florida with 
all the uh, teams, everybody converging on the Orlando area. Um, you know, it's and it's unfortunate that he was the only one that you know the ever the other players that he played with and the caddies. Uh, all as of, them, of right now, none of them. But you don't. None of got, their results gonna, came gonna, back positive. They're gonna get checked every every time they go to a tournament. So seven, fourteen days. And they do. Now. They're gonna do it every day too. Yeah. So. Because, like, with uh, Nick Watney, once again, Thursday he was fine. He played around, mm-hmm. tested on Friday morning before he played, and that's when they found out that he had it. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be. Now, keep that thought when we get into the, some other team sports. Some team sports, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most people didn't realize that ESPYs took place last night into the last minute. The Muhammad Ali Humanitarian Award went to Nelson Cruz. From the Minnesota Twins, and of course it was one of the. They tried to make you cry the whole night, yeah, like yeah. they normally do, but uh, especially when he went into talking about all the things that he had done, uh, and helping um, not only his city but uh, his country, brought out the tears to where he could barely continue talking. The sports humanitarian team was the Dodgers. The can't stop watching moment was your boy Snacks, big, uh, what is he, about 6'2", 320-pound basketball player from uh, Jackson State to hit a three. For multiple threes. (laughs) (laughs) And then the Jimmy V Award went to uh, TQ Ware. He got a a video chat from um, the Seahawks uh, linebacker, uh, Shaquille Griffin, and he was presented because he had gotten severely burned uh, when the house that he was in uh, years ago burned down, but he still continued to play football. Faces all um, marred. Well, yeah. Lost a few uh, fingers and basically almost a whole left hand, I want to say. And is uh, now playing college ball at, a, I think it was a junior college, but he wants to go D1, of course, wants to go to the NFL. And you got, you know, you got someone to look up to. Right, with, um, with Griffin. With Griffin out of uh, Central Florida. Mm-hmm. The Pat Tillman Award for Service went to Kim Clavel for uh, in boxing. And then the Arthur Ashe Courage Award went to uh, Kevin Love from the Cavs from coming out with mental uh, health awareness. And he thanked, uh, he thanked um, DeMar DeRozan for pushing him to go ahead and open up and let people know what he's dealing with. And it was, it was, you could even see when they showed the game that he went back and recounted where you could just tell he was off. Yeah. And he said he couldn't breathe. He was about to hyperventilate. But, you know, even, uh, I can't remember one, um, Shannon Fry was like, you know, you could, you know how you can tell when your, your guy's off or something, looking at him right. like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. But they can't express themselves as to what's going on. One for for fear at that time and not wanting to have it public. But then also, you know, just you don't know yeah. how to handle that. that or particular with time. the person you're trying to tell, will they be able to react properly to what I'm trying to tell you? Right. And it was uh, hosted by your boy. <laughs> I was going to say something about Russell. I, I'm going to respect Russell Wilson. He just... He's just corny sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I like Russell Wilson. But Future he just, Wilson? He's just corny sometimes. Future Wilson? It is what it is. Future Wilson. <laughs> What's going on? He, uh, <laughs> he, he started off with a monologue, him and uh, the young lady that plays soccer. Uh, Megan Rapinoe. Megan Rapinoe and... Sue Bird? Sue Bird. Yeah. Yes, Sue Bird. They start off with the Black Lives Matter um, shirts on and open it up with a monologue that was basically updated from when LeBron, D-Wade, Melo, and CP3 did it three years ago. Did it a few years ago, right. And you could tell throughout the entire program they kept going back to that as a unity and Black Lives Matter and equality that permeated the entire show because you couldn't give out awards as far as team of the year. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, coach of the year, they just recognized Andy Reid as being a good coach because they did win the Super Bowl, but you can't officially give out certain awards because everybody didn't have That's their the season. Thing, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think they could have gave Andy Reid Coach of the Year because they played that season last year. But I understand why. You know, you know, I get it. What you don't know if um, who in basketball? What if um, oh, Don Staley? About, yeah, about, oh, what if Don Staley in South Carolina? The, the, the other coaches, right, yeah, 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 in, in other sports. Yeah, I'm right. What if yeah. they had ran the table Tables, and yeah. just she might have been coach of the year? She yeah. could have been Coach of the Year. That's true. I'm, I'm my fault. because I'm, they went what thirty two yeah, number one seed. They were number one seed. Right. Man, it's not like I'm catching the short. short end of the <laughs> they got they got roasted on placement a few years ago. Anyway, <laughs> and then that. So yeah, you can't really give out awards and be fair. And it was uh, funny because they did a kind of a Zoom thing with a lot of the Chiefs fans and um, some of the celebrities from the Chiefs, and they were like. You know, they were like, hey, we know it's not fair, but we want yeah. to win the yeah, team yeah. of the year anyway. Yeah. And, 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 and everybody's like, you know who the team of the year is. Right. Asterisk that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, real update on Talladega. Who won again? Ryan Blaney. So uh, wins. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. was second. Hey. Cousin. Yep. And Eric Almarola was third. Third. All, All right. right. So Tyler, the rookie, couldn't get it done. Huh? He actually fell to 20th. Dang. Wow. He was top five. He was not leading. mentioned at all. Leading. <laughs> what did he say? How you go from top five to uh, not, not mention at all? Boy. It was all good as a week ago. Oh. Cars ain't adding up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't seem like it does. <laughs> uh, let's go NFL. So your boy Kyle Shanahan gets a huge extension, making him a 49er until 2025. Smart move. Smart move. He's been so, successful. Pretty much, and I mean, this is a reflection of you want to keep the same people in place. So you're gonna have, you're gonna have. Um, Got Jimmy G. No, I'm talking about. Up. I'm talking oh. about as far as the GM. Uh, I can't call his name now. I'm look. I can see his face. Um, Calangelo. No, San Fran's GM used to. Oh, um, play with Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lynch. John Lynch. John Lynch. Lynch. So Lynch is there. You know, he's an ex- Lynch, and uh, obviously they got a good relationship. So now you got an extension of the coach. So you, them two are on the same page. Right. You kind of see how, how they've drafted the last couple of years. You know, you can see they're in um, they're in unison when it comes to that. So it's a smart move. In the 2025, really, that's short. Three years? Four years? That's that's not, you know. That's, 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 not, that's not too bad. That's not too long. So, I mean, you figure... What Seattle ran the West for about 
five seasons. And they still and they still are relevant. Still relevant. Yeah, so you know, if you kinda give that projectory for San Fran over the to next three years to stay relevant, that's again, that's not that's 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 not a bad deal for me. It's not it's not a one hit wonder. Now if he had a and then he was rocky, but he had a whole lot of injuries. You lose your quarterback, right? You know what I mean. But they made the the picks and the and they coached the guys up in other areas, and so. Is there a chance that Cap comes to the team? Nah, because last week Roger Goodell said he's open to, you know, Cap getting a job in the NFL. Of course, he's not the owner, so he can't yeah. he can't make that decision. To say you must hire yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I don't see no team. None. No. And, I, and to be honest with you, at this point now... I, San Diego said that... Um, what was their coach? He said that he was... Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn, yeah. The short end of the stick right now, Cap's getting that because of the COVID season. I can't work you out. I can't see you. I can't get you in the camp. Like so, I said before, if um, Cam Newton gets one before him... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not... I mean, if, if he gets one before Cam, for him, Cam Newton... Right. And this is not saying that, you know... Let's just say, as a backup or a third third quarterback is where you're looking at cap right now because of not the, just of COVID and how the season you know is going to probably wind up playing out. He's at best. And some teams, you know, if you're going in the camp, you already have you're set. four you're quarterbacks. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you're only you're keeping three of them. So yeah, it's it's uphill just because of logistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no. And now you're talking about next year, I want to bring him on. That's another whole year I that think, he hasn't been. I think been. he will. Well, I, don't, I don't see any owner doing it, though. That's the thing. I think right now, plus two, he's getting he's getting um, monetary funding from the NFL, from Nike. You know what I mean? He's he's making what he would make as a third-string quarterback without getting hit. <laughs> but if it's his desire to play, that, I get, that's yeah, what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. And we do know that he signed on with what medium to start doing um, um, interviews. Yeah, in I mean, regards he, to race and inequality. He, he played last. I mean, what he did the the whole was not even nine months ago. He came to Atlanta to do a, a workout and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So you know the desire is there. I just think you know to the point Greg just said logistics just not in his favor right now. So it's a, it's a whole nother year. You're gonna have to, to to see what happens unless you know you get some people hurt. You never know. Yeah, you know, being hurt, and I got to call you in just to like a full of roster role. Now, if that happens, I can see teams calling them call in, in. You know, because they need a third quarterback or, or a backup or whatever. Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, your boy Dak signed his. Um, well, you know he's gonna sign that. His franchise tender, so he'll make thirty-one point four million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be his last check as a Cowboy. You think so? Guarantee it. Well, they have until July fifteenth to work out a. Official. They've been working on the same year. year for two years. They don't like the Major League Baseball. They've been working on it. <laughs> we working on it. They've been working on it. We working on it. They've been working on this deal for the last two seasons, basically. We working on it. We gonna get it. Okay. At some point. Okay. Yeah. You I don't know when, get one. but it's gonna get we'll one. We'll be in Dallas. We got a call in line. Hello. Yo, Don. Hey, sir. Hey, what's going what's on? What's going man? on? Hey, yo. I I got the feeling that, that was just a debacle that Kaepernick did when he was trying to work out for a team. And then he didn't want to go to where the NFL wanted him to go. He wanted to do his own workout. Was that was a debacle to me? You think he was seriously trying to get get seen? When we discussed this initially, when it happened, I understand that he wanted the transparency of making sure that he had uh, someone from his 
crew to to videotape it to make sure that the NFL couldn't go and edit it and only show one particular portion of it. And I think that I would have shown up at the front gate saying, hey, there's some things in this document that we need to iron out right now real quickly. I don't need to have, you know, everyone come in from my, just let me have like two people to document this. You can have your people and we can get this done. By switching it to a different venue, that threw everything off. And I understand that it's closer to the airport for some of them or whatever the case. But put forth a little bit of good faith and say, hey, I'm right here. And then because between Cap and the NFL, it was all a PR thing on both sides. Because you, none of us, whether you like Cap, you're going to be for him regardless of what he did. You won the NFL and you didn't like Cap, you're going to be for it. But you could have swayed people on either side if you had shown up and said, hey, I'm right here. Look, everybody, I'm here. I'm waiting on the NFL to do their particular point. Then you could have had some people like, oh, well, yeah, he does want to play. He is willing to work with them. Why can't they just sign it and let one of his people mm-hmm. um, film it? Another thing was about not being able to sue them and everything from that. Yeah. Well, and it was also on a Saturday. Right. In the middle of the season, season. In the middle yeah. of season, where teams are already traveling to whatever yeah. road games. Yeah, if they're not already there. Right. But it was several of them there. It was like eight teams. I, I, I'm with you. It, it turned into a debacle. It did. And he didn't get the – he didn't – the same way I say about players, didn't you see the prop – not going to get this PR uh, mm-hmm. bump that you were looking for from the average day fan – Cap then he was like I said he, it was people already trenched in yeah. on whose side you was on but the first people that you can swing either way they were like oh you agreed to be here and you decided to go somewhere else you just really swung me my way right to the to the side of you know the NFL whatever whatnot so I think the desire is there um, or was there <laughs> um, I don't think he should play again though I don't really I, no. I really don't no why. It's, so, the same, it's the same thing when we looked at Michael Jordan, and we don't know if he would have won six straight championships if he hadn't eight, retired, or, won eight. or he won eight, and we don't know, looking at the last dance, if they had brought him all back, would Jordan have been undefeated or not? It, it's something about the mystique of it and not knowing to where you can have that debate. So now we're all like, yeah, Cap should definitely have a job. But if he goes and back if the and he, problem, the problem is if he goes back and plays and, have a bad and game, has a bad game, I then it's like, you, see, I told, told you. you he was no good five exactly. years ago. Right. So in his defense, it's best that he doesn't play. So I wanna I'm gonna use your example from last week, but give me one second. I'm gonna back you up on that. Unlike Muhammad Ali, where you control because it's a boxing, I control the environment, I control mm-hmm. what goes on. If over this was tennis, I control, you know. There's 10 other guys Cap has to de- depend, depend on, on to look good. <laughs> Let them I, drop a pass or whatever. Say, oh, put, it was too short. I can put the ball on him, and he drop it. It still is incomplete pass. The number's going to still say, you know, I only completed 412, and all eight could have been dropped, but it doesn't matter. I completed 412. Um, so he he's in a no-win situation unless he just wins out. So... And I will, I will say, because he's been away from the game for so long, I will say probably now he probably has some diminished skills. It's, it's, that's not knocking him, but it's just 
it is what it is. You know, he's been away. He has a style in which now you got to really kind of change your um, change your system for him to fit. So that limits to where he might wind up going as well. So, you know, is he going to back up? I don't up? think. I think he can fit in oh, any man. system. I think he can fit in any system. Okay, I got you. You know, but he's I, only he, 32. He's only 32. That's, right prime time. That's prime time for professional when, athletes. When's the last time he played? When's the last time huh? he got hit? When's the last time he got hit? Well, so that's less you know miles that on him. <laughs> you, muscle memory, you know how that goes. Right. <laughs> but see, the thing is, for Cap, you can have guys who come off their couch and play football as a backup because there are no expectations. With Cap, you, you're you coming back. You have to be top seven. Yeah. You can't be 13. Or if you're going to be a backup and when you get your chance, you, you only you got to shine. shine you can't yeah. have an okay game. Or a bad you, game. Yeah, you can't. So, to give an example, let's just say if he was with New Orleans when Drew Brees got hurt. They had to he, go undefeated, he, like he, Bridgewater. He, yeah, he went, I mean, but Bridgewater's first game, he only played part of that game, two-thirds of the game. It was, quote-unquote, kind of a bad game, but we understood that he got thrown into the into the, into the the wolves, into the fire, and he hadn't played in so many years. And About so, a, you know, what, but, what, now, a but now, but if that had been capped, we, we wouldn't have been, all, the media yeah, wouldn't have been right. easy on him. Like, well, so what? He said he the baddest thing around. Right, yep. You know what I mean? He's supposed to come in here and start slinging this thing with no problem. You're not yeah. going to give him that that tune-up game and tune-up time. He's not going to Now you forward to what's going on right now. No camp, no, you know, whatever preseason they're going to have, one or two games or whatever. It's just a lot. And so I can understand why teams might back away from him because of – To bring him – I mean, that I that it. sounds ridiculous. What? That teams are afraid to sign him in a situation to where he might have to play immediately. Listen, I'm just telling you what they're gonna say. But they've done it. They've done it all the time. I know. I I, listen. We saw it with Josh Johnson coming to play for Washington at the last minute. We saw it where your boy at the Chicago. Cutler got Cutler, ten million a week before the season to started. To Miami, Miami. <laughs> and was trash. <laughs> yeah, we by his own admission. Yeah. But they can do it and get away with it, though. I like to see. I like to see him go to one of the teams in the state income tax free states like Florida, Texas, or Tennessee. Or I think he looked good coming off the bench for Matt Ryan in who's, Atlanta. Who's Tampa Bay's backup? Mm. Right now, they don't. You know what? I don't know. We're going to look right now. I don't know. I can tell you what. The starter ain't going to look as good as everybody think he's going to look. I I'll tell you I, that. <laughs> someone someone in the same draft as him, as, as Kaepernick, Blaine Gabbard. Blaine Gabbard. That's oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can see I can see uh, Colin down there over Blaine Gabbard. I can see what Blaine Gabbard do in Jacksonville. You can see him backing up Matt down in Atlanta. No, no. That, that, listen, that makes no, sense, too. I mean. Atlanta won't do that. For optics, no. For, yeah. Well, I don't After know. they didn't get Vic, they're not going to get Cap. He might bring them back to Home Depot when we get these sales for the lows. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get ready to say, man. Kaepernick, Kaepernick can put some eyes on the Falcons and, and put some people in the seats. Just just sitting there on the bench, man. And you fortunate. I forgot the point I was going to use against you <laughs> about Kaepernick. I literally forgot the point. <laughs> I was gonna use what you said last week against you this week with Kaepernick. I don't forgot what it is. That's all. It's all good. I, you got away from what? That's my that's my cue to make an exit down here before you remember. I'm so, you right. <laughs> hey, but before y'all go, what do y'all think? What do y'all think it's gonna take for Major League Soccer 
to bypass hockey and the attention of the fan base in the United States. They've already passed <laughs> hockey in my they, opinion. They've passed hockey. Can they bypass baseball? Right. I th- yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. They Yeah, they bypass hockey. They, once they start up uh, almost a month from now, when they have their first games and they're on TV as well, and we're still talking about baseball not being back, then they will surpass them and they'll be behind um, the Basketball NBA NFL. football. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah now, h- hockey, unfortunately, I mean, hockey is going to always be four. I think no matter how you really move stuff around. Out it's of the, the battle I, for three. It's battle for three. And baseball don't play this year. It, well, it, it, I don't, well, we got to look at NASCAR. We'll see how that continues yeah. to change the landscape. I think NASCAR got a few sun. more years, but they're in the conversation as far as I think that they're, starting some grassroots and, and things of that I nature. think part of it would also be MLS promoting their players. Yeah. Uh, it's something that baseball doesn't do very much. They uh, promote five. And three of them are pitchers. And, and one I of have them, no idea what they and look one, like. And one of them on a garbage team right now. The Grown and um, the Grown and, and, and the, the Mets. The Mets. Yeah. You got your boy out there in in, in uh, Anaheim. And I don't still don't know what he looks like. You got New York with Come Judge Trout. 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 You got New York with Judge. I'm, I'm asking. Like, those are three. Like Carlos Stanton. That's two in New York. <laughs> one in L.A. Oh, my bad. Uh, Two in, LA, two in L.A., Kershaw and, and then Bellinger. Trout. Kershaw, yeah. Kershaw and Trout. Oh, well, Trout. Trout. Kersh- Kershaw yeah. and Trout. That's L.A., so, you know, both sides. Okay, so you're talking about two cities. Yeah, I know. And we got two players in New York, and then you got hope, well, and you got it depends, Houston. It depends on what Acuna does this year. Because he could, since he was in the MVP race and talks last year, he could possibly be one. Again, five guys. coming up. Five guys. Yeah. Baseball got five guys. MLS can get five guys. That I think they'll worldwide too. But see, yeah, that's the difference <laughs> with MLS. I, what I think, and I'm gonna say this in exit when they start, when the MLS, you know, they had that that game every year where they play the Premier League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they start, when they smoke one Premier League team, just one, that's gonna be all they need right there. Yeah. It's it's a there's a history there's a history lesson about when the um the AFC first beat the um NFL in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. And that did it for him. That did it for him. I think that'd do it for him. That'd do it for Major League Soccer. But I repeat, let me make my exit before you remember what you were talking about. I'll talk to y'all later. Hey man, it's always a pleasure it, calling in, baby. <laughs> but right, but to that point, um, the Atlanta United got to the Concacaf and had a great showing uh, yeah. last season. And I think it it would take winning it all like that, and then yeah, you start but, looking at. But you seen, you seen. Unfortunately for Atlanta United, Jose Martinez went down. Yeah, but still, you still the crowd didn't stop. The crowd didn't stop, right? You know because I mean? the, the show Atlanta has been in, they're invested into the team yeah, now, yeah, the city and everything. So yes, um, you know, so no, uh, baseball again. That's another reason why I'm saying eighty percent. Hopefully, baseball sitting here looking and like, hey, we got to. I know <laughs> we don't want to be <laughs> mess around and be with NHL. <laughs> be the back of the pack looking back. Um, staying in, in um, football, uh, we're going college football. So Clemson announced that 28 of their athletes and staff members tested positive. Uh, we were talking earlier with Alabama had around 30. Total. LSU, 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 LSU. Yeah, the uh, the the strip in Mississippi um, for Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Their uh, their uh, student 
you know, bar section and all that. Yeah. They've had a major outbreak. Um, There's one in we, Iowa as well. Yeah. So players. So this is have college football? Listen, so this is what I, I, maybe two shows ago, I was like, you, you talking about Roger Goodell got time or whatever. I just think football in general, I think the NFL going to have to look at how college football handles it and then, you know, use that toward how they go about doing their season. But the board, one difference with college football you can. It's a question. You can make the players show up. Well, I mean, you because also, it's not like they're getting paid. Hey, yeah, they are getting paid, but they're they're not getting paid to come and play. So NFL players can say, you know what, we're not going to show up, and that can happen. It's hard because well, I think, college. Now, what could happen is some of the college kids could say, hey, you know what, I'm protecting me and my family and whoever you know. Uh, that could come in contact with this. I'm not showing up. I think the kids want to play. I think of they, course they want to play. They, I think they want to play, and I, I don't think they. Well, will, will they play is a different. I question. think they. I think they will play as long as their coaches shut up and, and stop saying stupid stuff. You know what I mean Gundy. about what's going on. Gundy, Dabble, all of them. I think what's easier for college to do than in the NFL is, I can just say the stadium is only open for college students, so I can still have a crowd there. I can actually implement some sort of social distancing doing the game I can try to implement it anyway whether it happens you're talking about for fans for fans you know what I mean so about 100,000 people but I'm only letting 20,000 students in you know what I mean I can have rows section off where you know students mm-hmm. fill in every other row or whatever so, the case so forth and going going whatnot so you can still have um, a crowd and people be able to attend my problem with college college football it's not so much what they can do with the students and the players and, you know, however they go about um, protecting them or trying to, you know, have some sort of testing going on. My problem is everybody outside the stadium, all the tailgating going on, all the congregating, you know, going on that will happen outside. You so now, I, I know, but I'm just well, saying. Well, from some. But I'm just saying now, you talk about PGA players, you know, was at Hilton Head and they was having issues with just right. the, 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 the city itself being right. open to everybody. Imagine, we already know we go to these games, you know, when it's a big game, you know, you go to Auburn, it's Auburn and whoever, Auburn in Florida, Auburn in Georgia, whatever. Part part of the weekend is the tailgating. The tailgating. And it's not it's just, a rite of passage. Yeah, and it's not just one day, you know what I mean? It's the weekend. Tailgating starts it's on Friday, weekend. it's the weekend. So, you know, this whole COVID thing, I don't know, you know, how college football is going to handle that. And based on how they handle that, I think the NFL takes clues on how they handle their scenario with tailgating that goes on on Sunday. I think some of the kids will refuse to play. I mean, we've seen, you know, other players threatening for the social um, issues, social issues. Right. But I think from a health issue that someone will will decide not to. And it was um, someone talking telling Greg earlier, uh, another station, they were saying, well, you know, it's less than a certain percentage of young people that have gotten it. And, but now that the, the, and it, the stats are showing, the the numbers are showing now is that they can catch thir- it thirty and less, but then, thirty years of age. But then and less. their their argument, well, you know, they're getting it, but they're not dying for it. But all it takes is that one death, though. Mm-hmm. And we, and I said, you look at 
they changed they changed heart condition that right. they didn't know about they changed the stuff in the summertime to where coaches could only work out players from a certain time in the morning mm-hmm. and the evening Maryland. because one person died from a heat stroke yeah the case of Maryland just right. recently the young now, player in Maryland could that have been you know just he wasn't hydrating enough but because one per, because it happened to one now you got a rule for everybody mm-hmm. so I don't think the NCAA at this point in this junction doesn't even want to have that one person, that you. one anomaly that could happen because it's, then there's no coming back from it at that point. I'm, I'm, I'm going strong with football regardless because it's, it's in the United States of America's DNA. <laughs> well, nope. I mean, pun even, intended. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, even um, Dr. Fauci has said that the NBA, I mean, the NFL needs to adopt the NBA's method of having a sequestered bubble mm-hmm. to have the season begin. I mean, we talked about this when the summer started. <laughs> we were like, hey, and I haven't heard anything about the about college football, NCAA coming out with a type of schedule or whatever. But we had talked about, listen, you don't need to travel. You know what I mean? I know that they're not having any of the um, any of the the the, the the, the, the neutral site the games. neutral site the games neutral or whatever games. but I feel like right now everything just needs to be a short 10 game season you play in your conference and and that's that and then you know you kind of go back to pre you, play, you have your conference and your one homecoming whoever yeah yeah that cupcake game is and then you and then you go back to your old school of deciding who's the the, 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 the best team based on how they did it before you had the uh before you had the, the current the system. BCS. The BCS. The you BCS. go back to the before then. Before then, as far as this season goes with ten games and and every, and then you just incorporate your um your your power five bowl games. But should but should there be bowl games? Like yeah. if you had like the, no, the it traditional make- Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, should there be those games? No. Short answer, no. Long you just answer. Just go to yes. the top four. <laughs> Just go to the top four. Oh, top four and do the BCS and, and, call, and call that and call that a day. Yeah. yeah. Whoever makes it in the top and four. And you know who's going to cry foul on that? Oh, whoever's team five. No, no. Alabama. Well, <laughs> they well one, one perhaps <laughs> no, team number five, but also all those companies that sponsor bowl games. Yeah. Oh, they are. Like the one who um, who was some mayonnaise company. Duke's, Duke's Mayo. Duke's, Duke's, Duke's Mayo right. took over belt. Took over the belt. Up I, ain't spent all this money. I ain't spent all this money for that sorry commercial. Right. Not to have a bowl <laughs> game. Good, right. <laughs> Y'all could have done better with that they commercial. They paid Luke Kuechly a lot of money to eat a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> 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 at least put some sugar on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it trill. <laughs> That you know about the banana and mayonnaise, <laughs> like some toast of bread on a nap. Well, to keep it trail, baby. That's why you gotta have diversity. <laughs> oh, <you're... laughs> now they have played that in there. Oh, that commercial would have been on. It would appease everybody. We need diversity jobs. <laughs> Duke mayonnaise <laughs> for your next year's your next year's bowl commercial. But you you're gonna have to do something to. To, to basically, I guess, give an incentive for the college players to really say, okay, I'm coming back regardless. Yeah. Because that's the thing. If you're wavering, you're going to have more players who will not because they probably won't lose eligibility. And, yeah. You know, because What's going you're on? playing five games. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure the NCAA will make a, an exception. Now, and, and I guess it's, it's also 
going to be a tough decision for now, the young guys who oh, oh, come back again uh, <laughs> about the guys who never um, left, who never left. And what if you're um, a solid, you know, running back and you probably would go second round. Yeah. Not only do I not come back so I don't get hurt. But also, I can use this now to say, "Hey, I'm protecting myself for and my, my family, for my, right? My, my future career, right? And my future so, career." I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, and then how can you say to um, star player at Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, say he, Trevor Lawrence is guaranteed number one pick next year? Yeah. Well, what he, if he doesn't come back? He's he a top five for sure. Top five, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. top five, top for five sure. for sure. What if he says, "You know what? I, I'm not, I'm not playing." Yeah. What does that do for Clemson season? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And other players who could possibly I, sit out. I think, excuse me, college is going to have this season. I don't think they're going to shorten any games. I don't think they're going to do anything to the season. They're going to play everything out. COVID, COVID be not. Regardless. Um, and they're going to lead that up to, I would like, excuse me, to see, I would like to see them, though, do something with um, the fans coming to the stadium. And I would like them to see, that only be students only, you know, to at least show no some, fans, just just student student body only. At least to show that you do have some kind of concern about the the pandemic that we're still in. I, you know, now nah, we we talking sponsorship. I get. I, I'm um I'm the VP for um Golden Flakes. I got my box. I got all my people with me. I think. I think. And you gonna tell me no because no, this is just yeah, for the. I, I think. I think I cut you a check and give you some money back, but no. And I, and I and I think Golden Flakes, into your example, would need to understand that maybe this ain't a good look for for us to want to force to have us be seen to what's going on. I, I mean, I don't mm. know, but I, I think it doesn't matter. I think because football is in the fabric of. The society, they going we going some people gonna be there. Some, yeah, especially, especially if it's a certain town. Town, yeah, that they make money. This is their yeah. Athens, Athens, Auburn, Auburn Tuscaloosa, 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 Gainesville. Yeah, Gainesville, I mean, right. you can name any any team in the SEC. They the town, the, the town, the town is the the town the makes money. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, it, I, I, speaking of Gainesville, did you see where the um, Florida Gators are banning the? Gator bait chant. Yeah, I didn't even realize that it had some kind of um, racist on the tongue. I, you know, I you know, learned something new. Okay. I, I just, I ain't trust know, I just they don't like the Florida. <laughs> Rosewood. So I need right. to know. <laughs> Y'all close to Rosewood? All right, that's why I don't like you. <laughs> what do you think of the, uh, at UNL, what's happening at UNLV? You know me? Yeah. With the statue being taken down because it's it has Confederate. Confederacy like origins. Origins. They lost. Uh, we talked about this last, last week. week. Right. You lost. You shouldn't be up anyway. You lost. You can be the... in the museum. That's fine. Yeah, but you shouldn't be. Fine, you shouldn't be up in my taxpayers. St- I'm paying for the maintenance and all that stuff. Statues you lost. are considered um, for winners. And also, yeah, that too. But I mean, it's more of a reverential thing. Now, it's one thing to have uh, a picture up in, like you say, in a museum, and you, you know. You can explain the history and how they started, but yeah, you in the middle you, of town, the town hall. You sit in the middle of the city. The streets named after you. I got to ride around you in the cul-de-sac. The buildings are named after you, and you lost. How? How, how is that? <laughs> Basically, you was a traitor. There's you nothing can, you over create, in you, Germany with anything Nazi. Is nah. It? Okay. They lost. 
Just like or with the um, I know it's it's something like very subtle that I wasn't even really paying attention to, but I might have talked to you guys about it last week. But at the University of Virginia, where they had they have a new logo, a well, an updated right. logo, yeah, and they had the curved lines on the sabers, on the the handles of the sabers yeah. was curved lines because it reflects what the walls on the campus look like. But those walls that are on the campus were used to shield plantations from public view. So So, they took that off. So I will will say this about Virginia. So it's kind of odd. We've seen stuff going down in Virginia um, with statues coming down Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And we've seen, I think, I want to say a senator or governor had a statement or whatever. I want everybody, don't do it now. Next week, come back and talk when you listen to us. Go look at Virginia State Seal. But it's the same thing uh, no, with look at Mississippi, they, though. But look at they state seal, <laughs> and then and then and then tell me what's why we were here today. They state seal <laughs> when they were taking over Jamestown and what you know they pro- projected as far as what they voted into Voted being into. a their state seal. So you can talk about all the statues or whatever, the people in Virginia taking down statues or whatever. I need y'all to look at your own driver's license and tell me, do you what's agree with that? Well, that was like uh, Mississippi. What's the guy running back Hill, who's uh, from Mississippi State, is saying, you know, things need to change as far as the Confederate, Confederate flag, flag being, that. you know, being part of the school, school and the rebels and things of that nature. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. uh you know, there's a, a lot of looking in the mirror going on right now. Uh, speaking of which, uh, several NFL teams announced slowly but surely, I think starting about last Wednesday, that they were going to shut down for Juneteenth this past Friday. Um, it started with, like, the Falcons, Steelers, Browns, Jets, and everybody. To, have, to even, the, of course, the league office, and Roger Goodell started it, yeah. and then it trickled down to all of them. I need a week during the season. <laughs> I just like, I get every I got every other week doing the season. I, so, I need so I need a, I need a week doing the season. Even to where uh, WNBA, the Atlanta Dream, one of the first WNBA teams to uh, shut down for Juneteenth. Do you see other organizations doing the same thing? Um. So I had this conversation and I didn't realize and I I honestly didn't correlate the two or whatever. Um. You know they're going to want to make it a national holiday, which is right. different from a federal holiday. federal holiday. And I'm thinking federal holiday and national holidays are the same thing, you know, but because your know, banks are closed, schools are closed right. during the federal, but it's not a national holiday. So um, I was like, oh, okay, you know, mm-hmm. learn something, right? You know, you put two and two together. So um, because they're going for the national holiday route, then yeah, I think if you get enough people on, Corporations or whatever will do that. Then they'll they'll do that. Um, um, well, at least at least if you, they tell you no on the national, at least you'll know you'll probably get the federal. Federal. You see, you see what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we, we, ask for the most. Yeah, and be happy with be happy. with the compromise <laughs> that compromise. you may get or whatever. So, um, I'm I, 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 again when it comes to the NFL, I, I don't care what they do. I need. The actions. I don't need them to talk. Action? I need to see well, action. Even um, your boy Forty Five said that he was he was support and today. He was support did, Cap he, coming back. Did he say the next day though? <laughs> <laughs> Forty Five said I was support Cap. You know it depends see? on <laughs> how well he, he plays. He, well, then he also said that 
Well, yeah, it looks like you know something happened, and then he wasn't on the team anymore. Right. So because he had a great rookie year, you tried to make it seem like he didn't. He he, he stopped playing well. Yeah, he he he, he, <laughs> he said like, if he could play, you know, we'll, he, he, he we'll acted like he never said what he said about about the players <laughs> being sobs and all that. He don't remember that. He probably don't yeah, remember he don't that. remember that. <laughs> I'm, 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 not, not. I'm not being funny. Yeah, he probably, I'm serious. He don't remember that. <laughs> he had never heard of Juneteenth until someone mentioned it. Well, he started Juneteenth. Remember? That's like, what he's saying. It wasn't. Yeah, he had never heard of it. And, he, then, he, and then he's he like, well, famous. no yeah, one's I'm heard of it, so it's mine now. <laughs> but to be honest, he did make it famous, though. I mean, no. because. Send the hate mail to uh, <laughs> Average. Average, don't do this, Don. Average. Don't do it. I'm telling you. D- don't do it. You don't know this. about it. You <laughs> know about it, right? Yes. Did the, y'all watching person, us, did the average white person know about Juneteenth? If y'all watching until us until he made a statement about it. If y'all watching us on TV right now, <laughs> I purposely moving away to the side. Did he? You can have all this heat. <laughs> did the average white person know about Juneteenth? No, because anything he says is polarizing. So it wasn't until he made a big deal about it. Then they were like, oh, well, what is June 9th? What is Juneteenth? Until June they find out. Then they found out what it was. They were like, oh, right. We don't like it. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, that's your uncle, man. Uncle T. <laughs> uh, NBA before we get out of here. So they're going to be sequestered <laughs> in the bubble. That's Greg, uncle. Uh, they're going to be sequestered mm. in the bubble down at Disney. We were talking about it earlier. So at the Grand uh, Destino, you got the Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, and Heat. At the Floridian, you got the Thunder, 76ers, Rockets, Pacers, Mavs, Nets, Grizzlies, and Magic. And then at the Yacht Club, the Blazers, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Suns, and the Wizards. I like the Yacht Club. Put on Rick Ross, Dude. baby. <laughs> like, that was the thing. Like, people ask asking, so who would you want to be quarantined? Yacht Club. What, what group do you want to be quarantined Does this matter? In? I mean, like, is, are, are yeah, these hotels better than, than the others? others? Yeah. Yacht Club. Saying, That's club. sad. They're saying the Yacht Club is probably the nice one. That's where the Blazers, Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, Suns, and Wizards are. Oh, so they're at the bottom, so they get the best hotel? It looks like it. And the Steno is a Bucks, that Lakers. Go, that means they ain't going to be there long. Right. <laughs> so they can open back up. <laughs> but, I mean, most of these are on several acres. You're going to have uh, chefs brought in, uh, what is it, a month after they're, they're into it. Then the families can come in. But you cannot leave, leave the resort. No, they're making, like, mood or whatever. rings. Yeah, they're making the rings. Mood, mood, like, that go off that go and let off. you know. You been somewhere? So or? you know who's gonna be snitching, right? Well, D'Angelo Russell ain't playing, right? So they, <laughs> he, he, he ain't gonna be Woo. there. The, 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 the smoke. Okay, right. I'm trying to think. Did the T Wolves make it? No, they didn't. They didn't, right? Okay. So he won't be there to snitch. But you know, I think the problem is gonna be some of the younger players. Like after a couple of weeks, they're gonna be like, "Man, it's, it's, I got to." It's gonna go I got on. To it's, get it's away going, from it's here. It's going to what you're gonna see going on right now. People are like, you know what? I'm not getting leadership is not giving me direction, and I'm left to my own devices. And so, you know, you're gonna have Hilton Head. You see, all the beaches are filled. You know. Mm-hmm. You look here in Atlanta, you know, patios and restaurants are jam-packed. You would think. Man, they need to get their, their get their PlayStation or Xbox, or if they got the, the inside track on the PS5. Yeah. Oh, they all have those. I mean. They'll have those. Some of them Somebody's going to get caught off I the think, reservation. Well, yeah. I think several of them had lakes so you could go fishing. 
they uh that it was even to the point where Adam Silver and the uh, NBA had mentioned in there you can't play doubles in ping pong. It has to be singles to make sure you're social distancing. So if you're putting those type of things into the document, it's going to be somebody. They don't, don't want to play that kind of ping pong, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, somebody gonna come on the reservation. Are we? Are hard gonna have them coming through? I mean, them, them, them Kardashian no, lights. <laughs> He's a. Uh, this, this is a family show. Um, <laughs> the fact that you had to quantify that is sad. What the, it's going to be um, probably an, an an uptick in OnlyFans accounts. Yeah, and uh, something called Demon Time. <laughs> I, I know what's that. I have to tell you off the air. What great you watching? Give me a bit of quiet. One. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It always be the quiet one. And the thing is, he'd have had the account for probably about a year or two. Yeah. <laughs> I was fresh on the boat. Right. We'll put it like this. I I can't I can't I, afford demon time. I'll tell you what it is, but I can't afford it. You know what I mean? Well, you know. I don't know about you two either. No. I'm good. I can't. I'm good. I'm good, sir. <laughs> it's being recorded. I'm good, sir. Right, right. <laughs> Get me in no trouble. Okay. But no, I mean, it's it, it's crazy because everything is going to happen there. Like, you got 24-hour concierge, um, barber, yeah. manicure, everything, hairdress. Like, yeah. everything is going to be there. Does, but, can LeBron bring his own barber, though? No. Well, if he does, he got to stay there. To cut what? <laughs> <laughs> He should have a ball. I mean, did you see the picture of um, Siri playing in his hair yesterday? Nice. Like, let baby girl do it. She can do a, she can do a good job as anybody. My bad, bro. That one was too easy. Uh, movie screen, DJ, video games, all of that is there so that no one literally goes anywhere for like three months. No IG? No IG? No Instagram? Ooh. To do what? I'm I'm at the pool again. I'm, 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 I'm back I'm at the pool about, again. I'm talking about the IG, the know? models. Yeah, yeah. The... Nah, they came and come in. Like once they come in, they stuck. You don't want that. You don't want that, right? <laughs> you got to go. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, you stuck there until wife you come along. You oh no, that's a problem. You, you can't do that. Go, no. So. I, I think one of the things we'll be talking about leadership, though, is you're going to have to have a strong group to tell them, like, look, I know you want to get out, but the team, The teams that have a chance to win not going to have any problem. How do you how I, you I, tell I, the 10th man I, on the bench I, who's been playing, the teams, I think, I barely think, been playing, like, hey. But the teams that want to win or have a chance to win, I don't think it would be much of an issue. It's those – you just named the Yacht Club League. <laughs> you know. Um, Those are less likely the, the to. King, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to fall off the reservation or get caught off the reservation. And then, you know, they are still playing with how to pump in <laughs> fan noise, which Actually, I, I don't think understand at this they point. Just, they should just have a, have a live DJ. <laughs> you could do that. Have a live DJ. Um, I don't want to hit the commentators. Go ahead and make sure the games are, um, there's a time delay. So I can hear the guys talking and squeaking or whatever. Um, it'd be interesting how you would have, uh, commentators 
with that time delay. But I mean, they did it back in the 80s, so. Um, you just yeah. taping it? I mean, yeah, it's just a delay, that's yeah. all. So I got some breaking news here regarding the Major League Baseball season. Uh, the owners are ready to go forward with the initial March agreement. Ooh. If the players agree to the uh, the terms of the deal, uh, which are universal DH, guaranteed $25 million playoff pool, $33 million for given salary advances, and uh, removing the expanded postseason. And we talk, we talk about mm-hmm. that. That don't make no sense. Right. If they do the round robin thing. They're expecting and they want players to report July 1st. Woo, you hit it on the head. July I said 80% right. no later July 10th. <laughs> we. You're going to get it. We ain't too bad. We ain't too bad. I'm just saying, got to pat ourselves on the yeah. You know what I mean? Everything we just said kind of came to fruition. Not to have. But will they sign it? They're going to have to. They got to. They got to. Somebody got to say, listen. How you, many you, games they going to play? 60. So the games, the, the, 60 the games. games ain't, yeah. Well, that's back to the original, yeah. the original deal back in March. Right. So the owners sound like they're dug in then. Again, the for owner, real, the, for the, real. The owners but like, they'll go back to the original payment. But they're, they're, yeah, it's yeah. back to the original payment plan. Right, right, right. But if they agree to those other things, there'll be a season. Nah, I see what I told you. Like you had a chance to really have the owners over over a barrel if you gave them the bone up front and go what you want to go after on the back end. You lost yeah. all that leverage. You know what I mean? So owners are saying, hey. I may they may have things already in place to where they can lose a season and I'll be okay. Matter of fact, some of them might be like, "Listen, I want to lose a season because I be losing money doing the regular season anyway." So I need this fallout to happen. And the Astros, so they don't have to. And worry the Astros, about being Astros like, yeah, I don't got to like, worry about suspensions, <laughs> none of that. So, um, you know, the the players to me they missed the mark. But everything that you just read is what we were talking about. Got to start by July first. I was getting to July tenth. You got to scrap all these 16 teams playoffs. Playoff. You got to go back to an older, you know, the. You win, you win, basically. Win, you win, yeah, pennant race style. Um, you know, it's all common sense stuff, to be honest with you. It, it's, it's, and you're not going to get a full pay. You right. couldn't get you a full pay to begin with. <laughs> but, you know, you they play hardball. You're about to lose it all. What, they, what old folks say, you got two birds in the one. Bird in the hand or two, two, in the in the bush, s- two, two in the hand and one in the one bush? In the bush. <laughs> no, one in the hand or two in the bush. Yeah, I want the one in the hand. I want what <laughs> I got what I, what I got going on right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. That'll be interesting to see if they go ahead and accept that or not. They're going to have to. They got to. To meet your deadline, you talking about July to. 1st, so they, they already saying, to. hey. That's the, you can tell that's the cutoff that's date. That's the cutoff date. But then put I can't, it out there. I can't, I can't make any of these other numbers other work. work. Right. So, uh, congratulations before we get out of here to Tiz the Law. He won the first, the new first leg of the uh, Triple Crown. Um, oh, yeah, they had a whole race, horse racing this weekend. Yep. The Belmont Stakes. Belmont, yep. Uh, he was, of course, one of the favorites and ended up winning. Um, but down the stretch, he ended up winning by like four or five lengths uh, at that particular point. So, we'll see what happens next at the Kentucky Derby. Derby yeah. And then the Preakness. I think it's how the reverse. They, they reversed them, yeah. Right. Uh, if you didn't find out what all we were talking about, you can still follow DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Are we still using Snapchat? Because they get they got canceled. 
Uh, <laughs> DNA Sports Talk. All. Twitter. <laughs> DNA Sports Talk. All. Facebook. You never know who's getting canceled these days. Yep. Uh, reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. See y'all next week. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.